The great thing about friends is that they bring new energy to your soul. Shannon Rodriguez. Welcome to the Dr. Cliff Podcast. I am Dr. Cliff. And in this episode, I get to make a new friend out of Dr. George Patapis. Uh, Dr. George is a veterinarian in Greece. He's been a animal rescuer and veterinarian for close to two decades. And a couple of years ago, there was a nasty uh, town fire near his uh, community. And a lot of people died, a lot of animals died, and he came together with his uh, friends and local rescuers to see if he can pitch in and make a difference after the fact. Uh, This was probably one of my more enjoyable interviews in a long time, Uh, so stay with us and enjoy this episode with Dr. George Patapis. There we go. Good morning, Dr. George. How are you? Good morning, Dr. Cliff. I'm doing fine. How about you? Excellent. Excellent. Before right. we hit record, we were talking about uh, working out at basketball. You played basketball and I played hockey. That's uh, that's pretty yeah. typical for Europeans and Canadians, I think. Yeah, but as far as I can see, I can't guard you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how tall are you? Uh one meter and 80 centimeters, you know, it's well, uh, six what feet. is that? Yeah, I don't know. yeah, what is that? Six feet, six feet, and I guess, yeah, around six feet. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm if I'm lucky, I'm five seven. All right, I got so, you. So you can you can guard me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can guard me. Um, it just if again, if we get into a hockey match and I uh. I turtle you. Do you know what turtling is in hockey? I've never uh, played hockey in my life, so you've even never if I watched knew what it. it meant, you know, you've never watched, watched it, it either. Turtling is you when uh, is when the two guys square off to fight, and the one guy okay. grabs the dude's shirt and pulls it over his head. All right, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. that that's <laughs> what I would that. do. It's kind of a it's kind of a dirty move to do. Like often when it happens, the guy will let go and let the guy get his shirt down. But when uh-huh. I'm five foot six and you're six something, I would, I would, I would do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if yeah. I had to, if I had to. It's all, it's all psychology, you know, in the game. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, on top of hockey, I uh, I'm a black belt in judo, so that's more of the. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go that's way big. back. Yeah, I mean, uh, Iliadis is probably the number one, uh, 173 pound, what is that, 70 kilo, 73 kilo judo fighter yeah. in the world right now. Yeah, like, he's him. he's a star. Like, you know of him or you know him? I've heard of him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, because uh, if you no, no. knew him, I would say, get him oh. on the phone. <laughs> I want to talk to him. Um yeah, I stopped. Uh, I stopped judo though after uh, too many injuries and ACL and clavicle and the whole bit. Oh, so, and age. You know, you had ACL surgery. Yeah, about seven years ago. I still competed for a couple of years after that. Went to nationals for the masters division and whatnot. But uh, I'm now. I'm just happy uh, hitting the weights and looking like I'm athletic. It's more fun. You should, you should start coaching then, you know. Uh, oh, I, no, no, I'm not that good. Yeah. Not that good. No, no, no. Right. Uh, I mean, the guys that are coaching are fourth degree black belts, fifth degree, 
you know, that sort of thing. I, I mean, I would be a decent coach. Uh, I did referee. Right. I was a national level referee as well for a while. Um, nice. I, I enjoy that because uh, I understand the nuances and, and I can, like, I guess any veterinarian, I can handle the pressure. I ignore the, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the parents screaming and just, I just do my job, focus on the, focus right. on the thing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, experience, so experience makes you wise, you know, <laughs> that's right. And the great yeah. beards, you got one too. Yeah. 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 yeah you got one too. Yeah, is, that a, is that a COVID beer or do you, you've had it for a while? It's a 20 year old beer. Oh my goodness. Mine's yeah. about three, I think. Oh. That's about it. But I like it. I'm keeping it. Yeah, um, so you're so you're a you're a veterinarian, obviously, as we we're talking and, and for the people listening. Uh I reached out to you, I guess, a while ago because you have a a little bit of a kind of a animal rescue side gig going on where you're trying to help the uh the street dogs, eh? Yeah, it was about two and a half years ago. There was a there was a big fire there, you know, and uh, we had a lot of pressure back then. Uh, so we considered uh, starting the GoFunding link or whatever for the first time. It didn't work out as mm. we would expect. It was about the fires then back then, about two and a half years ago, because it was. We had uh, we had about uh, 100 dead people and uh, many many animals injured and uh, burned and was that was that by uh, Neo Vustus? It was the uh, two fires in that summer: one in Mati, a region in Athens, yeah. and the other here in uh, Kineta. Okay. Yeah. Because there was I'm yeah, trying to near think. Vustus. It was near Mati where uh, the victims were. You know, okay. Yeah, it was the same period. Yeah, yeah, because there was a period I was up. Uh, you know, my wife's family's in Athens, so mm. we would go for one or two weeks every summer. And I was doing some work with Cordelia, um, who runs the Nine Lives Greece, Nine Lives right. of Greece, uh-huh. kind of cat rescue out of Athens. Yeah, uh, we were just going around town, vaccinating yeah. cats and whatnot. And then there was this fire up near that town yeah uh and we went up and sort of rescued some burnt kittens and treated a burnt cat or burnt goat and, and whatnot but yeah there was like a hundred people dead yeah, Would it yeah, be the, yeah do you think we're talking about the same one or is there yeah 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 it was the same period of time yeah 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 it must be right must be right. so we start we started this go fund thing but, uh, you know people here in greece uh have no, you know, don't use that a lot. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. whole funding uh, links and whatever. No, they don't work out as well. You know, as in the yeah. states or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it depends if it sort of takes off, right? Yeah. Do you find is there is there the same interest there in Greece and sort of taking care of and rescuing the street animals and the homeless animals as there are in other countries? Not as much as uh, elsewhere. I mean, we're, I, I think we're in a state of trying to be, you know, in a good state. And, uh, but I'm not satisfied yet. I mean, there's uh, a lot of individuals uh, trying to help, but there's no central 
you know, state help or whatever, or the mayors or the city mayors, they don't help as they could. Right. Right. So we're trying to do our best. I mean, there, but we work with people individually, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There are no organized shelters uh, like we would wish, you know? I mean, here we've got, obviously, you know, in Toronto, there's the Toronto Humane Society, and there would be humane societies throughout all of North America. But then the big one is the SPCA, so the Society for the Protection, Prevention Against Cruelty Towards Animals, SPCA. But that's, like, worldwide, but it's massive in, in North America. But, I mean, economically, let's be honest, you guys are struggling more than we are here in North America, so people... Yeah, it's not an excuse, but it's it's understandable. People have their own problems they're dealing with, um, let alone taking care of the animals that are living on the streets. We're still struggling, you know, every day to persuade people to spay and neuter their pets. You know, it's it's, it's the first step. I mean, yeah, I mean that's something I want to talk to you about. I wa- yeah, the, the photos and the videos you have on your Instagram page yeah. are amazing i mean uh, a lot of people couldn't handle it because it's quite it's quite real and graphic regarding the surgeries um obviously i love it um yeah of course the stuff you do i mean i don't see that i'll see one case like that every couple of years whether it's mammary carcinomas or pyometras or or whatnot that's you get it all the time yeah we get you know we get uh, cases that you don't see often. I mean, pyometra is uh, once or uh, two pyometers per week. It's absolutely normal to have, yeah. Wow. And uh, mammary carcinomas all the time. TVTs, transmissible vertebral tumors, you know. Uh, we use vincristine, <laughs> you know. These are uh, third world uh, cases, you know. Yeah. And we see them all the time, parvovirus as well. You know, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing for us, and uh, I think you get it. You know, to see these kind of cases every day and every week. I mean, uh, you get disappointed because you try to persuade people to to do stuff for their animals, and besides, you know, the vaccines they don't do anything else. I mean, in, in a big deal of uh, percentage. I mean, fifty or sixty percent. You know. Yeah, they, they would yeah. neuter or spay their animal at the age of seven or eight when uh, prostate gland, uh, you know, appears, you know, yeah, hematuria, you know, this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine even having. I mean, a male dog is one thing, but a yeah. female dog having her heat twice a year in the house. Yeah, I mean, mind you, how often are the dogs in the house? Yeah, I know that, you know, but, uh, you know, there are some priorities here in Greece. I mean, for the pet owners, you know, all the ladies have their, you know, hair done and hair nails done, <laughs> but they don't, sp- yeah, they don't spay their dog, you know, it's all yeah. a matter of priorities. You know? <laughs> here yeah. they spend their money, they get their dog spayed and then they spend their money getting their dog's hair done. And All getting right. a little purse to put the dog in, and we'll get to that. A- we'll get to that in twenty years. You know? <laughs> yeah. Spending fifty euros to buy a jacket 
when the dog has a jacket because it's got fur coat. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. You just go, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, it happens. I mean, yeah. you know, my first trip abroad volunteering was 2016, the summer of 2016 to Jamaica, and I was prepared. I wasn't prepared for the volume, but I was prepared for the parvovirus and and um tbts and yeah Yeah. you know again pyometra is probably the hardest surgery ever of my career was this pyometra dog um but uh uh like i wish i could show my clients i mean that's why i do the videos on the youtube page i wish i could show my clients what happens if you don't do these steps take these preventative steps right that's why I post these photos, you know, if they don't yeah. see it, they don't believe it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's going to work? It's working, you know, I think. People are still now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's nice talking to another veterinarian. It's frustrating, right? Like, I mean, we, uh, the, the problems we have are, are, are to a lesser extent. Cause again, we don't see pyometras twice a week, but yeah. it's still, answering the same questions and and almost begging them to take the preventative yeah. steps that we're taking, yeah. you know, or that's, we're recommending. That's the right word. That's the right word. Yeah. And, they, yeah. and they don't understand that these kind of situations are end-stage procedures. I mean, they're emergency, emergency surgeries, you know, they're life uh, challenging, you know, mm. operations and... Uh, it's hard to deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. How long have you been a veterinarian? Uh, since uh, 2003. Uh-huh. I graduated. Yeah. All right. You're, you're a youngin. I graduated in 98. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think I got out early, though. I think, I think we're about the same age. But uh, uh, you're going to, yeah. Yeah. In our 40s. You- in our 40s. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the second half. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm in the first half. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Are you happy with, you know, I, the reason I asked about happy about being a veterinarian in, in the U S yeah, I the would be majority happier. of the majority of veterinarians would not recommend their children become veterinarians. I know. Um, and, uh, this is one of, uh, uh, high risk for suicide, you know, mm-hmm. professions. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a lot of pressure people don't understand, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to deal with the dog and the owner, and uh, there's a lot of pressure. Though I wouldn't recommend my kids to do it either. Really? No. Really? Yeah. No. But yeah. Oh, see, I love it. I mean, I, I yeah, yes, there's yeah. pressure. That's that's the thing. You know, you love it. You love to do the surgeries. You have you love to help animals. But on the other hand, you don't get as much back as you would expect. You know. Yeah, yeah, both I mean, sort of emotionally you, you and can, financially. You, you can you can be my personal doctor for twenty years, and uh, if my dog dies, for example, of pyometra, it's your fault. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I blame, how come you can save them? Yeah, they blame you in any case. Yeah. I mean, it's frustrating, yeah. you know, after I a guess. while. And, yeah, anyway. Maybe, maybe that's why I start hitting the gym so much. 
I, I yeah. get my anger out. <laughs> and, you play, and, and, and you play the guitar too, you know? Not very well. Not very well. Uh, all right. I, I, well, no, not really. I picked it up. Um, I started to pick it up about seven or eight years ago. Took some right. lessons, you know, learned power chords, played some Ramones, yeah. that sort right. of thing. The tattoo I have... Uh, yeah. of the guitar on my arm is actually a guitar my son Nicholas made for me in high school Ooh, in shop class amazing. and I've got so I've got it you know mounted it still plays it's fully electric he literally built it from from scratch like if anyone were to ask me to to play in a band it would take me six months to learn two songs you know it's okay you know three power chords are enough <laughs> yeah yeah I guess yeah that's true That's true. And I serenaded my uh, wife at our uh, celebration there in Greece about a month after we got married here in Toronto. And I did, what was the song? Kefto uh, Tovradi. All right. I don't know if you know the kind of rock poppy song. I, I hate Greek music. I mean, you know, all this, yeah, yeah, yeah. All this I, also did all of, I also did All of Me by um, John Legend, I think his name is. But uh, mm -hmm. I played guitar on that, and it was it was tolerable. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't know which was worse, the guitar playing or the singing, but uh, I had a few uh, drinks of Raki beforehand, so it sounded great to me. Neil Young, do you play some Neil Young? As a Canadian, uh, not really. No, not really. No, no. Right. Yeah, I don't really do much, but that's all right. Um, Yeah, this is nice. Um, but how you play guitar, how, how good are you? Like, you, are you in a band? Yeah, uh, in a local band, you know. We, we, really? We've put out, yeah, two CDs so far. And, Come on. Yeah, and I actually write some uh, film scores, you know, music for films. And, Seriously? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Is yeah. there anything I would have heard? Like, how successful are you in it? Uh, <laughs> Not much. I mean, we don't play, you know, in uh, in clubs or anything. We do it online. We okay. just uh, go jam in uh, in the studio and have fun, and uh, then produce the whole thing by ourselves and post it online. You know. Wow. Yeah. You can, send we post it on uh, you know several sites that uh, music producers can uh, can, can see us and yeah 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 pick it up and. Uh, Wow, yeah, we should talk. Yeah. If my uh, if my dream to ever have a uh, traveling vet show on TV hits, I'm going to need someone to do some music. Right. Yeah. We should chit chat definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is a relationship made in heaven. Look at that. <laughs> It's working out great. Back to being a veterinarian since this is an animal uh, podcast. Uh, though I do like right. just kind of chit chatting like this. How's how's COVID affecting you guys as far as the vet world? Not much. I mean, we never closed. We're open like we used right. to be. It's just getting normal. You know, people come in, I mean, with appointments. I mean, it's every, every 30 minutes, every hour. And it's, uh, it's better for us. You know, we work uh, <laughs> better. Yeah. So, so prior to COVID... Because they walk, they walk, in. yeah, they walk in uh, any time for for any case. Really? You know, yeah. So walk in. Wow. Just like that. We charge them extra if they do that here. Yeah, they carry a gun here if you charge them like extra. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, it's, it's dangerous. I mean, 
<laughs> you have to negotiate, you know. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you can't say no. <laughs> There's going to be yeah. an extra charge. They show you their gun. Ah, you know what? I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm happy to see you in here. Wow. Yeah so, yeah, so it's better for us. I mean, it's less stressful, you know. Yeah, you know exactly what's going on. You know why they're yeah. coming in. Yeah, you can kind yeah, of prepare. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you think... Do you think there's going to be an opportunity once the world's back to normal for you to stay like this with appointments? I would love to. I would love yeah. to, but I, it's difficult for us, you know, because they walk in any time, any time. Yeah. yeah, people are going to want to get back to the way it was. Even for uh, shots or uh, surgeries, you know, just like that, you know. Really? Yeah, it's hard to to make them, you know, call and say I'll be there at 5 or 5.30, you know. Yeah. It's hard. Wow. Have you ever, uh, you visited that clinic in Georgetown that we were talking about uh, prior mm-hmm. to, to starting the interview. Have you ever spent some time, like, you know, for a day working or shadowing a vet just to see what it's like here in Ontario? Not in Ontario, but uh, in, uh, in UK. Okay. For about, for about a month. All right. And uh, yeah, yeah. I would imagine it's similar to Toronto then. Yeah. Because I'm going to say next time fully, you're f- fully organized. Oh, know? yeah. Next time you're in Toronto, come by the clinic. My clinic's uh, only 10 kilometers from my house. And uh, it's it's uh, 100% appointments. Like, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It'll be. I, uh, I, I'll just walk in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I will come. I will come. I will come. Yeah, definitely check it out. Wow, that's, uh, I never expected that. How's Greece handling COVID? Like, you guys have started a curfew recently, right? Yeah, again, it's general lockdown right now. You know, people are getting tired. There's all this psychological fatigue, you know, in the population. Uh, Because uh, every two or three weeks, things change. The market's open, then all stores are closed again. It's all wax and wanes, you know. And it's psychologically, all people are tired right now. We expect yeah. that by Easter, things will be better. Vaccinations are going on right now, and at least 20% of the population will be vaccinated by the Easter, so it will be good enough. It'll start for, to help. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to, to get back in previous state you know right what's the what are the limitations for traveling to greece right now like if i were to come to greece i got a quarantine right you have to take a rapid test i think two or three days before you travel and then uh, yeah you have to quarantine for about a couple of weeks right yeah yeah any any idea when that might change that, that you can start traveling with negative testing and vaccines, you can start traveling free. I think by Easter, it, things will change, you know. It's, really? it's about one or two months away. I was going to yeah. say Easter of this year. Of You're this year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was telling a client, I think, because I, th- I want to go back to India and volunteer in November for their I, Festival of Lights for Diwali. I've been, I've been in India and I've... And I've seen your videos. It's an amazing experience. Being it's exciting. There. Yeah, we really, it's really like ca- it. It's chaotic. It's chaotic. Oh. 
It's unbelievable. In India. We were <laughs> yeah. We were so surprised. Yeah. It's just just noise and experience people of and a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I love it and, and I can't wait to go back. But I was hoping to go back in November. And as long mm-hmm. as you know we're vaccinated, we have our COVID test negative and tighter tests mm-hmm. that we might be able to skip the the uh, two week quarantine. And then same thing coming back. We shouldn't have to be quarantined, but this was in October, November, and my clients are thinking I'm way too optimistic. But you're hoping for Greece in a month or two. Yeah. Wow. That's what they say, you know, the government. I mean, that's how yeah, things we'll are see. going right now. We'll see. Because there we'll are some... We'll talk again uh, in two months, and we'll yeah. find out. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. How's the vaccine rollout going? In here, we've had some delays, and there's some... There's some difficulties sort of organizing it so that yeah. enough people get the vaccines. How's it going there? Uh, first of all, the first guys that got vaccinated were the politicians, you know. Come on. Yeah, to show us the good example, you know. And uh, after, after that, there was the delays, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, yeah, they vaccinate people. Every five years, I mean, they started from 85 to 90, 80 to 85, 75 to 80. Now I guess we're 70 to 75. So yeah. I'll never get vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> you know, they start to build uh, vaccination centers right now, okay. but there are delays. Yeah, and they uh, they have some big uh, new deals with uh, new pharmaceuticals and. Uh, to get uh, the other vaccines, you know, not from Pfizer, uh, from AstraZeneca, wherever. Mm. We'll see. We'll see, you know. Yeah. I keep joking that uh, if they're having problems organizing it, they should just ship them to veterinarians. Yeah. They just yeah. say, here's a thousand vaccines. Open up your doors once a, once a week, which would actually work. We have the, we of know course. what we're doing. We yeah. have the resources. We understand we certainly understand how to do reminders. I mean, I don't know about you in Greece if people are just walking in the door, but with us, we can like, you know, here's your, we're going to make them another appointment. We'll see you in four weeks, give them a call. They get the, they get the cute little card in the mail with a picture of a puppy dog saying you're due for another vaccine appointment. You know, it would work. We have a good hand. We we have a good hand. That's right. That's right. And if anyone gives us trouble, we slap a muzzle on them and we're fine. (laughs) I used to vaccinate, you know, I used to vaccinate soldiers in the army, you know, when I was in the army. Yeah, because they they didn't have uh, a human doctor, you know, back then. And uh, I never told them, the soldiers, that I was a vet because they were afraid, you know. So I vaccinated about 700 soldiers. And uh, the last day I told them, if you guys get a dog or a cat or anything, get my card. I'm a vet. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Did that work? <laughs> yeah. Of you they, showed up. They, they were all they were all George, you have a very good hand. I felt nothing, you know. There you go. And I told did them. You the scratch, last day. Did you scratch them behind the ear and rub their belly if they were good? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> next time. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> next time. That's what you got to do next time or take their temperature yeah. first. Um, <laughs> 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 who knows? Who knows? 
Yeah, it's been weird here. COVID's, uh, we've been lucky, I guess, because although there's been a lot of shutdowns, um, you know, there hasn't been, there's been no curfews in mm-hmm. Ontario. Um, never any curfews and, and everyone's been pretty, uh, pretty good. A few protesters, anti-mask protesters and whatnot causing trouble, but not very often. Um, and we blame them on the Americans. We, we, we say, go back to the U.S. You're probably from the U.S. They're everywhere. They're everywhere, but they're, it's a minority, you know? Yeah. Are you having, do you have some yeah. people in Greece that are denying yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a scam. But, you know, there are 40 to 50 people, you know, just protesting, have their cameras on, and that's it, you know. Let them do their thing. It's all conspiracy, you know, conspiracy (laughs) theories. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, it can't be. The politicians got the vaccine first. It must be safe. Nah. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe if if the politicians here did the vaccines first, man, they, they would have been tarred and feathered. They would have been dragged out of their houses and made examples the, of the official excuse was to show us that it's safe you know to do the yeah. vaccine that's yeah. why they did it well that's that's uh boy, so oh boy do, they got you, some you guts do, you do at your clinic you do an orthopedics too i've seen in your videos and uh your Instagram um, account. Uh, not myself. I have a. You do, some, you, do, you do some crazy stuff in uh, <laughs> in birds and uh, yes. raccoons and you know wild uh, yeah. animals. So I mean, prior to congratulations. I mean, thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's been it's been fun. I mean, uh, so generally, my clinic only does cats and dogs, basically. Right. Although I'm licensed right. for everything, I only take care of cats and dogs. Um, and I have a specialist come in to do ACL repairs and, and whatnot, right. to do the TPLOs and TTAs and, and anything of that nature. I used to do um, extracapsular repairs of the ACL. Um, however, and it went great. Um, and then, you know, this was over a decade ago, probably 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And then the newer techniques came out and I just decided to let the, the experts do it. But I started volunteering with the wildlife place once a week, two and a half years ago. And to be honest, it was just to get better at dealing with wildlife when I was, for me, going to India and going to Egypt and whatnot. And very quickly, they asked me to become their regular veterinarian, uh, free, free of charge, of course. Um, But I actually said yes. And, you know, I do it once a week. And, and. The great thing is, is, you know, unfortunately, there's no one else to help when these birds have a broken wing, let's say. And I remember my first bird, I had done no, again, no orthopedic experience, but I'm a good surgeon. Um, And there's no owner to get mad at you if you do it wrong. And the first bird, you know, broken humerus. And I said, I've never pinned a bird before. I mean, I've read the book that they gave me yeah. and they said, well, yeah. if you don't try this, we're going to euthanize it. Okay, let's try. And it died, it died under anesthesia. Oh. So I, so I pinned it anyways, right. As yeah. practice, the second practice. one, yeah. same thing. I, it was an owl. I pinned it successfully and then it died during the x-rays post-op. Oh, I'm like, okay, we're getting closer. But then the third one was a red tailed hawk which is one of my favorites. 
And uh, same thing. I think it was a broken humerus. So we did an IM pin. And not only was it successful, but eight weeks later, I got to release it. And uh, from there, now, now pinning a broken bone in a bird is like, I don't need, it's, I don't even bat an eyelash. It's, 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 it's routine for you. It's re- Yeah. It's relatively routine. And now we're starting to do, uh, uh, I'm starting to do some mammals and I've done uh, some coyotes and foxes. And yeah. so, you know, it is absolutely of no, you know, it, it is, is, it is not good enough to, for me to do it on my clients, on my patients. Like I'm not skilled enough. Um, but definitely yeah. for, uh, street dogs in India, this is of something course. that I'm going to learn how to do. So, um, yeah. it's a great way of learning. That's for sure. Of course. Um, yeah, it's made me a better you, surgeon. Do you do, you do orthopedics, don't you? Uh, I call one specialist, which is a friend of mine. We, we were together at the university and he's, he got his European diploma of orthopedics last year. Oh, very and, I nice. call, and I call him, yeah. Yeah. And I call him. I can do simple cases, but uh, I always call him, you know, just help him. I mean, well, you never know, too, centers. because yeah. you go in, you think it's simple, you go in there, and it turns out there's something complicated. Now, what do you do? Of course. Doing? Yeah. Of course. It's nice to have the, uh, have the expert. Mind you, if something yeah. goes wrong, it's still your ass. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're I'm the to one. Blame. That, you're the one they're pointing the gun at. Of course. <laughs> oh my goodness. But now you only do cats and dogs. Uh, mainly, yeah. 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 It, are there many farms up in your area or no? Not organized. I mean, they have uh, five or six goats, mm-hmm. or five or six sheep. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. Big farms. They'll here, have less in sheep in when Easter. They'll have less sheep when Easter comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the whole that uh, thing about sheep is uh, antibiotics and then Easter time, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty simple. Hard, keep hard, them alive. Yeah, yeah, of course. Keep exactly. them alive until that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, I mean, this was, uh, this was great, uh, great chatting with you. What are we at? We're probably at yeah. like 45 minutes anyways, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's, you what's your plan for the rest of the day? You're just going to chill out and... Chill out and uh, do some uh, homework with the kids for school uh, tomorrow. How many kids do you have? Two daughters. Oh, very good. How old? Nine, nine and ten years old. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. That's nice. And you don't want them to be a veterinarian? No. <laughs> <laughs> but what do they want? Yeah, if they want, I will, uh, you know, advise them, and they're free to pick up anything, do do. you know. Yeah. I don't yeah. care as long as they're happy. Yeah. You know? They could be a veterinarian, and as long as they speak English like their dad, they could come to Ontario. All right. <laughs> <It'd> be, uh, <laughs> I'll still be working. I'll be 60-some-odd years old, still working. I'll need some young kid to... Because yeah, none of them, yeah. I have three children, and none of them want to be veterinarians. You got three children. Yeah, yeah, nice. nice. Yeah, two so. boys and a girl. And uh, my daughter went to India, has been to Egypt, goes to the wildlife place with me. So she's thinking about I've being a vet. That. Technician. I've seen her in a in a video. In a video, I saw her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but not not a veterinarian. Maybe a vet technician, but not a veterinarian. 
So I need someone to sell my clinic to. <laughs> to sell your legacy. That's right. That's right. And I take I take euros. I take euros. That's fine. I'll, I'll euros work. I need to send, uh, I yeah, need to retire. Send, we're gonna send we're gonna band. retire. We're gonna have to retire in Athens, anyways. So sure um, in the Greek we'll island. See. You know. Yeah, you know what? We've really talked about um, strumming our guitars and oh, know, very nice and yeah. surfing. I want to go to uh, Ikaria. The island mm -hmm. of Ikaria has good surfing. Yeah, they have oh. the highest uh, average there. They they live until one hundred, one hundred and five. Yeah, like they're they're part of one of those blue zone areas. They don't, have, they don't wear they don't wear watches. They don't know really? what time it is. Yeah. There are no uh -huh. clocks or anything. Time just wow. passes. Yeah, just like the yeah, no stress. I don't know, man. I might I might go crazy. <laughs> I don't We're know. Here for you. I like the We're here like, for you. <laughs> there you go. I like the uh I do like a bit of hustle and bustle, but I was just thinking that the surfing waves are good there, that I may want to go there, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah. You, Maybe Messenia. Messenia has decent waves too on yeah. the mainland. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. see. All right, man. Let's uh let's wrap this up and let's uh let's do this again. Quickly though, tell uh listeners are you st you're still doing the GoFundMe page, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the how can still people on. find it? GPS uh, vet. Yeah. yeah. GPS all right. vet. GPS vet. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. get I'll get all the info from you and I'll throw it on the summary, uh the summary anyways. Thank you. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Yeah, All right. sounds amazing. Cheers, nice talking man. to you. All right, Bye. cheers. Bye.